Welcome to the I Am Worthy podcast, where we don't believe in choosing between this or that, but instead we are worthy of it all. I am your host, Brittany Noel, and despite being a licensed therapist, I know better than anybody what it's like to struggle with the doubt and fears behind the pursuit of your success in life, love, and your purpose. So join me as I uncover the secrets to becoming unapologetically worthy so that you can have, do, and be all things. Welcome back to another edition of the I Am Worthy podcast, you guys. I am Brittany Noel, your host. Y'all know I'm a therapist, I'm a coach, I am an entrepreneur, I'm an author, I'm a whole bunch of things, but on our podcast, y'all know I'm just your friend in this journey as we are all looking to become more of who we are in every area of our lives. So if you have been tuned into the last couple episodes, then you know that I let you guys know that I was going to bring on some very talented individuals um, onto the podcast to tell us about their journey into accepting their worthiness into everything that they are so that they can do the things that they do. So I have a client that I promised that I was going to join her on her journey as she was moving into the next version of who she is in her body. I'm also moving into the next version of who I am because in my head, the next version of Brittany has abs. So I'm working on that. So for today's episode, you guys, I had to bring no other than my trainer, Mr. Devo. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm fine. Thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Finally. Finally. Yes. So <laughs> Devo has been giving me the blues, y'all, about not being on my show for a minute. But I am happy that you're here because, you know, it, it, you know, y'all know how my podcast things just stars align and things happen. So as I made this promise to my client, you know, Debo insisted that I get on the scale. Okay. And we didn't get good news, <laughs> right? Absolutely. <laughs> that, you know, I may have picked up on some weight, right? And that's moving me further from my goal of having abs. So Debo gave me a challenge. What was that challenge, sir? The challenge was I need her to lose 14 pounds in the next 30 days. So 14 pounds in 30 days. That is the challenge that Debo gave me. So we're going to talk about how I'm going to meet that challenge. I promise you we are. But first, I want to get Debo's take because a lot of the women who are venturing into this um, level of growth, like I can even say for myself, before I joined level one, every time I tried to lose weight, it never worked. And it was because I was so unhappy with my body. Like I was just like, I was trying to do it because I felt like I needed to do it because I didn't like the way that I looked. And it was coming from a place of unhappiness with myself. So anything that I tried to implement that was new, it never stuck. Right. Until I moved into a place where I was like, okay, fine. We're going we gonna to have this belly. Okay. Them thighs, they just is what it is. And once I was able to accept that my body was what it was, I was then able to commit to making the change. Debo, you've been able to watch my whole transformation because when I joined level one, y'all, I always joke and I say I was fluffy, but you know, I, I look like I just had a child and I've never had kids. So Debo has been able to see my entire transformation from day one to today, where right. I am today. Right. What would you say that you saw in me when I went from because I will say, when I first joined the gym, I was like, okay, yeah, we're here, right? But I wasn't always on board. Right. I didn't, al I didn't always like the trainers. Can we start there? 
I was like, why are they making me run all of these sprints? Um, Debo in particular loves sprints, right? So what would you say that you saw? What change did you see in me when you could tell, okay, I went from just coming because I said I was going to come to actually being dedicated to the process? Well, I looked at you like a, a car stuck in mud. Mm. You were just spinning your wheels. Mm-hmm. You were spinning your wheels. You were coming to, you were coming to boot camp, spinning your wheels. You were doing the workout. But that's all you was doing. You was doing the workout. You wasn't doing. You was putting. You was investing more into your twenty percent mm. than you were into your eighty percent. So we tell everybody, you know, fitness is twenty eighty percent investment. But people like to spend more on that twenty percent than they're doing that eighty percent. Mm-hmm. Once you come to the gym, that's the easy part because we got you. Once you leave the gym, that's your eighty percent where it comes into your rest, your well being, your eating habits. So a lot of people were coming to boot camp just to, okay, I ate bad. Let me go work out, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, And then once they leave boot camp, they go pig out again, you know. Come all week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just to eat and drink on the weekend. Mm -hmm. So that's what we call, you know, just spinning your wheels. Um, And I remember you put, I pulled you and your friend, Kim, to the side. And I said, hey. You just going to put her name out there? We'll put her name out there so when she see it, hey, Kim. But no. Um, I pulled you to the side and I said, hey, you're working too hard not to start seeing a uh, return on your, on your uh, investment. Uh, and, and you two, y'all, y'all did, y'all, y'all stuck, y'all stuck to your guns. You said, you know what, we're going to make a change. And that's when I started seeing a different Brittany. Mm-hmm. Um, she started dropping the weight. She was coming and she was taking boot camp. Not saying she wasn't taking serious before, but she started taking it a lot more serious, um, and that's when her journey actually began. Right, right. I remember, I will say for me, like I felt it was like a light switch because for my clients, I always tell them when it comes to mindset that you are, you can be in the middle of doing what you know you need to do. Mm-hmm. And that old mindset is like, literally, I remember, I don't know what y'all was on one day, but it was like every trainer was at boot camp on this. And when they all get together, it's horrible. Okay. And so they were all there and we were running sprints after every station. So we would run down and come back. And I remember on this day, I was like, that internal voice was like, you grown. Okay. They can't tell you what to do. You can get your (laughs) keys and you can go home. You ain't got to go through this. (laughs) And so I'm in there and I remember like vividly having the thought of I'm finna die. Like (laughs) I'm I'm about to die. And it was in that moment that my, I always say my higher self spoke back to my lower self. And my higher self said, well, if you got to die today, today you're going to die. And I realized that my, inner, my higher self was telling my lower self, today is the day that you no longer have control. Mm-hmm. And I tell my clients that you can be in the middle of doing what you know you need to do and hear that voice of who you used to be. But as long as you stay committed to the process, your every day that I showed up for boot camp, mm-hmm. even when I didn't want to, my higher self was getting stronger. So it was on that day that my higher self finally took control of who I used to call Fat Brittany. Yeah, Fat Brittany was the one who wanted donuts and didn't want to work out and wanted to watch Netflix after work. So the higher Brittany had to come in, but I stress so so much that higher Brittany doesn't show up at the beginning of the process. They show up in the middle. And it's through that constant dedication of you staying committed is where you find, oh, okay, my higher self is now in control. 
but it's getting started for a lot of people. Yes. Yes. How but, do we get off to a good start? Well, you have you have different types of people in life. You have people that have self motivation, mm -hmm. and um, you have people that need that accountability partner. So sometimes you cannot start your journey alone. Mm -hmm. You need that accountability partner. Um, even as you know, even even for myself, you know, there are some days you know when I wasn't working out. There's some days you know once you say you're going to start, that start. Well, I start tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Then that tomorrow starts, and I'm gonna start next week. That next week turns. I'm gonna start on the first. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you keep prolonging it, prolonging it, prolonging it, and you never get that start. Right. So that initial start, once you get that motivation, once you get, you know, like I say, is once you get that accountability, accountability partner, right. we're going to start this day, no excuse. Once you get in there, then it becomes, the, the journey becomes a little easier. A little the, easier. The start is, is the most, is the most, one of the most important part. Right. Because, um, you know, without that start, there's no finish. Tell me about it. Listen, okay. So, um, I remember because you recently started back working out, right? Because you were down for a little bit, right? I was. I had uh, I had, I had three hernias, um, and it was it was one of the most. I've never been injured. I've never had an injury. Never had you know uh, surgery or nothing like mm. that. So, uh, my idea was, hey, I'm gonna just rest. Okay, I'm gonna just rest a little bit. I'll be all right. You know. I always worked for me, you know, I was, you know, I thought I was Superman. So, um, the resting wasn't working. So something's wrong. Something's wrong. You know, what's going on? Not being able to work out. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do for a living. So it was watching everybody else work out. It was, you know, it was a little, it was like one of the worst, you know, worst times of my life. It's like, okay, I got to work, watch everybody else work out. So once I got through training, I would leave the gym. I would leave and then I wouldn't come back until it was time for me to train someone else. You know, so I didn't want to see that, you know, everybody else growing, you know, mm. and I'm just sitting there like, why can't I, you know? That's a whole word in itself. Yeah, I mean, because it, it was painful and um, it was just, hey, I need to do something about this. Well, you know what, just rest a little bit. Right. Well, just rest a little bit. And uh, it took Brittany to say, hey, you need to go get surgery. And I was like, nah, surgery's not an option. Never had surgery, so I, I don't want to do surgery. So I was, and I'm, I'm gonna feel human. <laughs> but um, eventually got my surgery, and once I got the surgery, it was like I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Nothing is stopping me. I don't care. Nothing is stopping. Me. Right. Um, as soon as I get cleared, I'm going. I'm going. And what's the fun? It took y'all. It took him a very long time to get this surgery. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's for that's relevant for a lot of people because it's one thing to be to see yourself as one thing right. and know you can't achieve that and be discouraged because you're looking at everybody else, right? And it it looks like everybody else is progressing, right? It 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 really bothered me when it was like. I see people who I knew I was just up ten times stronger than I'm like they live. I'm like, this person get bigger, mm. you know. And I didn't know how actually small I had got until I, I took a shower one day and I got it and I looked. And I didn't like that person. And that's when I said, you know what, I have to make this change. It's, how can I train somebody and I look like this, you know. Mm. Um, 
So I just, I, I made that conscious decision to go ahead, you know, get the surgery because I no longer liked what I saw, but I couldn't fix it right? because I wasn't fixed. You know? I was broken. So, um, mm, that's the whole word. Yeah. Yeah. I was broken and I realized, okay, you know what? You're broken and you can't fix yourself. I've never not been able to fix myself. So once I, you know, once I came to that realization yeah. that I couldn't fix me, I had to, you know, I, I had to, I had to make it happen. That's so real because um, in my program, I teach, we actually have an exercise called the mirror of ugly truths. Right. Where women have to, we have to look in the mirror and actually take full accountability for what we see inside and outside. And looking in that mirror is not fun because it's like you're coming face to face with the fact that, like you said, I'm broken. Right. I actually, I've done that with a couple of my clients. I've never done it with you. Um, because I've never just saw you struggle with self-confidence, but my, I have clients that, that I know that con that confidence is not a strong point. So mm -hmm. I'll tell them, get out the shower, stand in the mirror, mm -hmm. write down pros about what you see. What do you like about yourself? Right. Tell yourself what you like about yourself. Right. And then tell yourself what you don't like about yourself. Mm -hmm. Those things that you don't like about yourself, let's go ahead and start fixing them so you can add them now. Turn your cons into pros. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because very often we run from the parts that we don't like about ourselves because right. we're not willing to confront them and accept them. So we just, you know, put up a blind eye and be like, okay, I'm just going to act like it's not there until we go to put on that, 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 um, freakum dress and things <laughs> ain't sitting where they're supposed to be sitting at. Right? right. Right. So it's like, and then in that moment we get so defeated, like, okay, how did I get here? How did I, how did I even get to a point to where I let myself go like this? Right. And then that defeated mindset, it's, it gets harder to overcome the longer you perpetuate that cycle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you, has there ever been a time besides that, that you felt like your self-confidence was wavering? Never. Really? I've never, I mean, I've never, had a point where I'm like, mm. you know what, you can't do this. Mm. I, I, I've never lived by that creed is, you know what, um, especially when I, when, I, when, I first, when I had my first uh, child, I had to become a man. Mm. So it was from that day on, you have to find a way. No right. matter what it is, you have to find a way, whether it's small, mm -hmm. big, you know, something, you know, something small, find a way to do it. Right. Something big find a way to do it. And I took that as I'm not asking anybody for anything. Mm -hmm. That's why when I couldn't fix me, it hurt mm. because I, I mean, years ago, over 20 years ago, I said, you know what? I'm going to find a way to do it by any means necessary. Listen, by we had a whole necessary. conversation about, I was like, why won't you go and get the surgery? And you were like, well, Brittany, I'm going I'm to I'm look up, you know, these different health remedies. And I'm like, you can't do your own surgery. <laughs> and it's that Superman, Superwoman mindset right. of really believing I have to be able to fix my issues. Right. And it's so unrealistic because half the issues we have, we don't have the expertise to fix them. Right. Yeah. And then we beat ourselves up for feeling like I'm inadequate or I'm less than because I can't perform to a certain standard. Absolutely. So when you got the surgery, first of all, y'all, he came back to the gym early. Okay. Yeah. Why? I can't feel defeated. I felt lame. So once I got my surgery, of course, you know, it was, it was on my core. Mm -hmm. 
And if you don't know, you use your core for everything. So now I'm just confined to a recliner. And I'm sitting there day one, sitting there day two, sitting there day three. And I'm like, I got to get up and do something. But it hurt to walk. So I said, okay, I'm going to find an easier way to walk. Didn't need them, but I got a crutch. Got a crutch, and now I'm walking a little mm-hmm. more. So I said, next week I'm going back to work. Right. Hey, it's too early. Nah, you know what? I need to start moving around because my mindset, the longer you lay there, mm-hmm the more your muscles, you know, start becoming inactive, the more your body, you know. So I said, if I can just get up and just start walking around, mm-hmm. my body will start responding faster. Mm. So that's all I started was doing, was just walking around. At the same time, now I have to listen to my body when it's saying, okay, that's too much walking, go mm-hmm. sit down. Okay, so what I did was I made a recliner at the gym, and I said, hey, y'all, I call. We going to work Monday. It's too early. We going to work. So um, that's why I came back early because I, I couldn't, I couldn't right. just take sitting there not doing, it, uh, not doing nothing. Right. Right. So, um, you know, my whole mindset was I got to get back to it. Got to mm-hmm. get back to work. I got to get back to my craft. Right. You know. Um, I did an Instagram live last week about what it means to come back home to yourself. Mm-hmm. And working out definitely is coming back home to you. Right. Right. For some of us. Not so much, <laughs> right? But coming back home to me, um, I really felt like for many of us, there's a version of us that we see in our head, right? Right, and and it's us as we are thriving. You know, we're happy, we're healthy, we're in love, and so we have this image of who we want to be and how it's going to feel when we get there. But there's a very real piece of that vision that is linked to what our bodies look like and how our bodies feel, mm-hmm. and I stress that coming back home means taking ownership of everything that you are, including, you know, your body and how it feels. And um, really, because people applaud me on my confidence all the time, and it's really coming from a place that I prioritize how I feel. Right. So if there's anything in my environment that makes me feel anything negative, anything that's not good, anything that doesn't add value, I'm like, okay, we need to do something about that. Right. And so my body was one of those things. And so for me, I was like, okay, let me come back home to the Brittany I was before I was emotionally eating. The Brittany I was before I let a relationship take me out, make me feel as if I wasn't desirable or I wasn't sexy. The Brittany that I was before I had all these ideas of what I thought I had to look like. And so the freedom that I found in self-acceptance was accepting, okay, Brittany, you fluffy, right? but you're still worthy of having the type of body that you want. Absolutely. And so my, my commitment to boot camp every week was me giving myself the gift of the body that I wanted. So working out now became my gift to myself instead of this thing that I just hated and didn't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> but now I have a new challenge, y'all. <sighs> it's to get these abs and... um. If y'all have been following me for a while, I talk about these apps all the time, but I haven't really actually committed to them. (laughs) So Devo has challenged me to lose 14 pounds in 30 days, which is doable because when I started losing majority of my weight, um, it came off very quickly. Um, 
now I have to do it again. <laughs> Y'all, what Devo and I talked about is making this a group group effort because I promised my client that I would be in this with her. And so this is my way of showing not only her, but many of my other clients that we are worthy of the bodies that we see in our heads. We are worthy of feeling sexy, of feeling desirable. We are worthy of walking around in our two pieces this summer, okay? So in order for us to achieve this goal, I wanted us to have a challenge that we can all participate in. And Debo has helped me develop this challenge of losing 10 pounds in 30 days. 30 days. So in in losing this 10 pounds in 30 days, don't look at the whole number. Mm Mm-hmm. So once again, come up with a plan of attack. So each week you're going to say, I'm going to lose two and a half pounds. Mm-hmm. So now you're breaking that whole number down until, you know, you ain't good at math. So now you're breaking that whole number down into the fractions. You know, you right. two and a half here, two and a half. So in two weeks, you've lost five. Four weeks in a month. Right. Two and a half, two and a half, five, two and a half, two and a half. There go your 10. So people get discouraged. Like I, um, I remember... I had a workout session and all I did was give them the whole number. I said, okay, today we have a thousand abs in an hour. Everybody freaked out. Everybody <laughs> freaked out. We got a thousand abs in an hour. Everybody freaked out. I will get my keys and leave and the leave gym. and leave. But once I gave them the plan mm-hmm. of how to do it, it became that much easier. Right. So I guess everything is attainable, you know, 10 pounds in, in, in a month. It's very doable, healthy, and safe. You know, you don't want to get, I need, I want to lose 30, 30 pounds in a, in a month. Okay, well, now you start messing with the elasticity of your body, right. you know, uh, and the look of it. So you want to do it to make sure that, you know, you, you're going to like the 10-pound look that you're losing, and um, you, could, you can maintain the 10-pound, the 10 pounds right. uh, that you're losing. Right. So it's, it's very doable. Don't look at the whole number. Look at the week. Just break it down by week. By week. Break it down by week. So in breaking it down by week, it's two, 2.5 pounds a week because y'all I'm, I'm notorious for doing that is I'm going to look at the big number and then I'm going to be like, man, that's a lot like that. How am I going to do that? And then you get in your head and you start thinking about, especially when it comes to mindset and self-confidence, when you have been caught in a pattern of self-doubt, if you look at this big number, you're going to talk, you're going to remind yourself of every time that you have failed in the past. Mm-hmm. And you're going to feel like, okay, I can't do this. And in talking with my client, I was showing her how, especially when you guys have been with me on this journey and you're doing your own mental and emotional work, every, every gain that you make mentally and emotionally, it will manifest physically. You just have to apply those same principles about the affirmations that we use. Y'all, when I run, okay, when Debo has me doing things that I, I have no idea what I'm doing or don't want to do it, instead of listening to the negative voice that I hear in my head that's telling me quit, that's telling me stop, I will use the positive affirmations that I use to speak to myself, that you have to let your higher self have a voice in this process. Otherwise, you're going to keep listening to that old you that's telling you every reason why you're not worthy of this, every reason why you can't do it. So I'm definitely a fan of taking that bigger number and chopping it down, breaking it down, um, and having a mental uh, mindset that's not just positive, y'all. Y'all know I don't do positive thinking. We have to do real 
authentic affirmations that remind you of who you are in this season of your life and why you are worthy of this thing, right? Many of you have been doing a lot of worthy, uh, worthiness work, and now we get to apply that work to our bodies. So we're going to chop the number down, and we're going to do what else? Work out. How often? Every day. Well, you don't want to go every day because you want to give your body a rest day, okay? Mm-hmm. So we're going to work out six days a week. Six days. We're going to work out six days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going we're gonna to leave that last day for our rest day. Okay. Get our rest day, get our body back, uh, you know, tuned up. And uh, we're going to start, start the week off right. Mm-hmm. So, Debo, will you give my people, my tribe, a workout plan? I will. See? Let's, look, look at that. <laughs> okay, so we're going to work out six days a week. You're going to give us a workout plan. And I'm going to give you all the mindset and the confidence. Um, now, I know, like you said, that 80-20. Right. That 80%. The 80%, you got to make sure, you got to look at it like your body is your business. Mm-hmm. That's your business. So if you have a business that's going to make you a certain amount of income. Right. You're not going to invest more into their 20%. Mm-hmm. That's going to give you this network where you're going to invest in that 80%, which is the main source of your income. Right. That's the main source. The main source. The 20% is easy. Once you get there, I got you. So that 80% is, is the, when you're on your mm-hmm. own, mm-hmm. the 80% of your business, when you're on your own, that eating right, mm-hmm. that eating right, uh-huh. <laughs> that cutting out the snacks, okay? Um, Listen, y'all. And the rest. <laughs> The rest, rest is important. Where rest and water is important. Yes, I'm good on my water intake. Good on your water intake. You know, um, when I was creating my workbooks, you know, February, January, February was a very, very hectic month, right? right. Because my work life balance was completely out of shift, and I right. was thrown into overdrive. In March and April, I tried to recover. You know, I was trying to get my balance back. I was sleeping more, um, but them oatmeal pies, and um maybe one or two honey buns mm-hmm. and uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is not as healthy as you would think. Well, let me, I'm going to tell y'all a story real quick. I like to do pop-ups, you know, so she's my client and she knows, you know, I might just come to your car and open your door. And we had uh, Chick-fil-A bags, all kind of fast food bags on the floor. So I hadn't got my car cleaned out yet, and I should have locked my doors. Yeah. <laughs> So I said, I said I was going to sneak up on her, and we're going to do a surprise way in. So I know, I know. <sighs> Listen, <laughs> y'all, if Devo does nothing else, accountability, okay, is, is what he, he thrives in. And at the end of the day, yes, you're, you're right. You are 100% right um, that eating right is the part that is the hardest mm-hmm. because that is the part that you control. Um, the great part about you guys, this challenge is that um, my meal prep lady, Miss Fitness Snob, she's actually going to give me a meal plan that's going to help me lose the 10 pounds, my 14 in 30 days, but help you lose your 10 pounds in 30 days. And we're going to make that available to everybody because I know how good it felt for me when I initially lost that weight. And I want all, I want every woman in my tribe to feel how empowered it feels to finally conquer your body and to confidently put on that outfit, put on that dress, walk out in public and feel like you're on top of the world. 
not be not just because I lost the weight, but for me, it really demonstrated that I'm. It's possible for me to change the things that I don't like about myself, right? And feel good doing it, and not feel like I have to shame myself into doing it. So, y'all, I'm getting gonna get right from a birthday. Okay, you're gonna have the lose ten pounds in thirty days challenge. Workouts from Debo, a meal plan from Fitness Knob. Mm -hmm. And because y'all know I'm a Virgo and I love music, I'm going to get y'all a, a playlist to help you in your workouts. Um, this is going to be fun, Debo. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to be posting my workouts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to post my workouts for that extra level of accountability, really specifically the two-a-days, because I know you even asked me to come two-a-days. Yeah. Um, for a while now so i'm gonna do that and um i want you guys to tag me in your workout videos so that's the that's the challenge that we are doing this for my client uh joining her in her journey of weight loss and so 10 pounds in 30 days is the challenge y'all the link to register for this challenge is going to be below in the little box below click the link because once you click the link and you register you're going to have access to the workout plan that Debo is going to give us. You're going to have access to the meal plan from Fitness Snob, and you'll be able to download the workout playlist. And you'll be able to get emails and updates from me because I'm going to be championing you guys, cheering everybody on because I want every woman and man, because some men follow me, um, to be able to look up after this, this process and be proud and celebrate whatever gains you lost even if you didn't get the full 10 i don't care if it was one and a half two pounds we're going to celebrate you in a big way because it demonstrates that you are moving into the next level of who you are now if you are in houston okay for all of my followers who are in houston this is how much devo loves me okay i have talked him into allowing us to have a workout with britney day so on July 3rd at Level 1 Fitness, for everybody who is local, you will come and be able to join me um, and work out with me on the last day, the last last week of the challenge. So at the end of all of this, we're going to come together to celebrate each other's wins so that you can meet me in person and we can just hype each other up because we need to take pictures of these new bodies. OK, so July 3rd, if you join the challenge, you'll get all the all of the details. So make sure you register. But y'all are going to come work out with me. And if you are not local, don't worry about it, because I will be going live during that workout so that you can join us live if you're not here in Houston, Texas. Thank you for that, Debo. Absolutely. I appreciate it. I finally appreciate it. <laughs> now, uh, listen, I talked Debo into doing so many things because you're also going to be able to give consultations, right? Yes. Yes. So if you guys want to meet with Debo and get a personalized consultation about what you need to do for your body specifically, Debo's going to be available. Um, make sure you register for the challenge and you'll be able to have access to his calendar so that you can do a virtual or an in-person consultation to talk about how you can meet this goal of 10 pounds in 30 days. And because I love you guys so much, the first people, the first three people who register for the challenge are going to get their consultation sponsored by me. I'm going to take care of it for you. Don't worry about it. So make sure you guys register. Um, but yeah, this is the season of body goals, y'all. As we move into our worthiness of who we are, the higher version of who we are, we have to include our bodies in the process. 
So, Debo, thank you for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to tell them about all, all the ways you've abused me throughout this whole <laughs> process. <laughs> no, you guys, Debo pushes, pushes me, and I appreciate it, even though I give you, you know, a lot of grief about it. Sorry. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. I Absolutely. So tell the people where they can follow you. You can follow me at Boss Fit Houston IG. Um, find me at Level One Fitness, but find me on IG at Boss Fit Houston. Uh, my link tree is on there where you can uh, schedule a consultation um, and then the address and everything to where I am. Um, so look forward to hearing from you and seeing you soon. Awesome, you guys. Thank you guys for watching another episode of the I Am Worthy podcast. If you like the I Am Worthy podcast, make sure that you are subscribed to our channel so that you'll get notifications whenever I do another episode, post my affirmation videos. Sometimes I just give you guys gifts. So make sure that you are subscribed, um, like, share this video with anybody that you want to take this challenge with you. Until our next episode, I will talk to you guys later.